If you're ready to blast through, defy the odds, and be the 1%, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to The 1% Life with Joni Dillon, where you will learn how to master your mind, elevate your sales, and live the 1% life. What's going on, rock stars? Welcome back to this episode of Mindset Monday. It is January 1st, 2018, and I cannot believe... I am saying that right now. Happy New Year to each and every one of you. I hope you had an incredible New Year's Eve and New Year's celebration wherever you are in the world. Today, we're going deep. We're talking about how your strategy matters, how to set yourself up to have your best year ever. I'm going to forewarn you. I'm most likely going to offend some of you in this episode, especially you veterans who've been in this industry for any length of time. Please know that it's coming from a place that truly does care. But just so you know, you've been warned. What I'm about to say isn't going to be pretty, but it's definitely going to be real. My question to you is this. Have you ever had high hopes, dreams, intentions, and even set goals to achieve something, whatever it is, and it didn't happen? Do you wonder why the 1% is so damn consistent month after month and never fail to not show up? Why their bad month is another sales rep's dream month? Is there a particular sales rep that you idolize, who you idolize in terms of their results? And you wonder why, wonder why is it or how is it that they're able to sell what they sell and make what they make each and every month? and consistently every year. Would you like to know how to set yourself up to win the month and have your best year ever? You see, if any of those things resonate with you, that is exactly what we're going to talk about today. Look, if you're not fired up about this year, pumped about the possibilities, determined to create incredible results, to be a better person, a better rep, CEO, manager, closer, whoever you are, whatever your title is, you're most likely living last year. You're most likely living based on your limitations of the past and the results that you perhaps have created in years past. Or you need to find a bigger purpose that motivates you. Your past does not dictate your future. And what happens is that people don't dare to dream. Dream big. They don't do it because they're basing their future on their past results. And see, when we do this, we're shorting ourselves. We're underestimating what we're capable of achieving simply based on the past and on the person that we once were, on the person 
that you once were. The problem becomes once this becomes routine, habitual, a yearly sort of activity, you lose vision. You lose hope and the desire to dream. For just a moment, stop and think about for what purpose are you here? I don't mean here, here. I mean here, doing what you're doing now. For what purpose did you leave your last job, transition industries entirely? I know there are attorneys working in this industry. I know there are you know, former stay-at-home mothers who have left their children to come into this industry. I know there are, gosh, accountants and personal trainers and massage therapists and, and servers and who knows what. For what purpose did you leave your last job? For what purpose are you working your, you know what off? Did you work your, you know what off to achieve that real estate license or that broker's license? For what purpose are you putting your family through? Let's just call it what it is. Hell. <laughs> for those of you who've been in this industry for any length of time, you know what I mean. For what purpose are you here? There's a reason, right? Something that brought you here. Something that is keeping you here despite, for some of you, lackluster results. Let's just call it for what it is. And for others, eh, Let's just call them eh, results. Perhaps enough to pay the bills and to keep the lights on, a decent meal or two out every once in a while. And for many of you for whom that's the case, you've stayed years and years and years performing at this level, producing average results. Look, for the majority of companies out there who know how to retain quality talent... If you're not making at least multiple six figures a year or more every year without fail, you're struggling to be there and you're not living up to your potential. Why is that? Is something better than nothing? Is feeling good about yourself every three to four months worth it while feeling super crappy eight to nine months of the year? when you can barely make ends meet, is that worth it? And for the 1% out there, yeah, life is great. Why would you leave, right? I'm just being real right now. Most of you will stay where you're at until you can't any longer for whatever that reason is. And for many of you, the status quo is all right. Look, the reality is this. If you're okay with that, then by all means, stay there. Who am I? Who am I to push you to be better? Who am I to dream more for you and your family than you're willing to do for yourself? I can't want your dreams more than you want them for yourself, more than you want them for you. I can't. 
look, I don't know about you, but for me, the status quo sucks. Who wants to be average? You don't wake up in the morning, look at yourself in the mirror and say, Jimmy (laughs) or Joni, I'm determined to be so freaking average today. Why should I be anything better? Let's just not get too excited about things because you know, you've never achieved much in the past anyway. It's perfectly fine. Struggle every month to make ends meet because eventually you might find the pot of gold. (laughs) Huh? What? Meaning have a good month. Look, the reality is I am speaking to the 99% right now. So don't go looking around your sales meeting if that's where you're hearing this right now, trying to call someone out. It's probably you. So for those of you who are here working, making ends meet, hitting a bonus level two or three, are you really here? Meaning... Are you truly committed, committed to being here or are you simply going through the motions every day? It would be nice if you could make it work. Hopefully January is better than December, right? Maybe this year will be different. I mean, I'd like to make six figures. If only I could figure out how to get them to say yes today. If you're now ready to step it up this year and be the 1%, and for those of you who are already the 1%, you know who you are, you can get just as apathetic too. Let's be honest. Complacency is easy. It's what we know. We don't have to work very hard when we're complacent, right? Wouldn't it be nice to double your sales this year? To go from $2 million to $4 million? From 3 million to 6 million, you think I'm being crazy, but I'm not. It's certainly possible if you believe that it is. And all without pitching heat or being salesy. There's got to be at least one person out there doing that, right? Now, now that I've got some of you listening, Let's talk about the reasons why most people fail to create their best year ever and continue to feel disappointed year after year, hoping and praying that something will change. It's human nature. More specifically, when you stay tuned, we're going to talk about the actual plan to get you there. How you can sell more deals, change more lives, including your own, God, I hope so, (laughs) and make real timeshare money so you can have your best year ever. All right. Let's talk about the real problem. Most people don't actually set goals. They don't set them. I can't tell you how many sales reps I speak to on a daily basis, a regular basis who simply wing it day to day, month to month, and they wonder why they're getting the results they're getting. And if they do set monthly, quarterly, and even yearly goals, they don't set themselves up for success by having a proper strategy, aka a plan. (laughs) And so they fail at ever hitting their goals. So I'd like you to just reflect for a moment. Have you ever set a goal and 
not achieved it. And how did that make you feel? You think that if someone has failed at hitting their goals over and over again, that they might eventually stop setting goals altogether? Of course, right? Nobody wants to feel like a failure. So we'd rather not set goals at all. Of course, this isn't the right strategy. Most people will write goals and then not reflect on them. And, or they won't hold themselves accountable for hitting them. That accountability factor is huge. And this simply comes down to a lack of a strategy and support of the goal attainment process to ensure success. So here's the end result. They give up too soon on their goal or simply fail at hitting it. And this cycle repeats itself until eventually they give up. So because we don't want this to be us, (laughs) we're going to talk about how to do things differently today. So last episode, we talked about the three big goals you want to achieve this year. If you have not listened to episode 10, go back and listen to it after this. The three goals that when you achieve one of them alone, just one of those three, it's an incredible year. When you achieve two of the three goals, it's a rock star year. And when you achieve all three, you've just had your best year ever. We talked about what resources, people, skills that you need, the strategy to make those three big goals happen, right? To make those three big goals happen. So when we create this goal, one of these three goals or all three, let's just say, this is really important. And I hope you do have pen and your notebook handy. Your goal needs to be specific and measurable specific and measurable. And then you need to pick an area. Like we're just talking goal attainment in general. So there's all kinds of goals you can create. Health goals, finance, financial goals, personal goals, relationship goals, uh, career goals. I'm assuming that we're going to be talking about improving your sales performance on this episode. So what do I want? Let's just come up with one. Um, to sell X dollars in 2018 or in your calendar year. Let's just call it to sell $2 million in 2018. Question, is it specific? Yeah. You know that by December 31st, 2018, or by the end of your calendar year, whenever that is for you, your corporate calendar year, you're going to set that's your goal. If you haven't hit that number, you have not attained your goal. So it's specific. And can I measure it? Yeah. If you didn't hit it, you can measure it, right? There's, it's, it's measurable, very important. And next, we want to look at priorities. Write this down, priorities. So first, the goal needs to be specific and measurable. Second, priorities. What do I have to make a priority for me to achieve this goal? What do I have to make a priority for me to achieve this goal? So this often means that I have to shift or you rather need to shift what your priorities are. 
what your priorities are. So does it need to be a priority? If we're looking at selling $2 million in 2018, whatever your goal is for you, it can be anything, anything career specific, sales performance specific in this case, ideally. But let's look at some of those priorities. So what has to be a priority? Well, probably needs to be a priority to, you know, master a few things, like improve your performance, (laughs) improve your presentation rather, right? That needs to be a priority for you. It needs to be a focus for you. We're not talking strategy yet. We're talking priority, okay? What else needs to be a priority for you? It needs to be a priority to shift into the person that's able of it capable, it's late, capable of achieving that goal, right? So to own the identity, to take on the identity of the person who's creating the desired outcome that you choose. It also may need to be a priority to value certain habits. And we'll talk about that here in a moment. It needs to be a priority to stay positive and to stay away from negative people and situations, circumstances, and things. So write out what needs to be a priority for each specific goal. And then we're going to talk strategies. And that's what this call is really about is strategy. So you want to break that down. If we're looking to sell, if you're looking to sell $2 million in 2018, what do you need to sell monthly to hit that goal? We work it backwards. It's $166,000 per month. Now, depending on where you're at in your year, some of you are not at the beginning of your year. You're a month or two, maybe even three in. You need to adjust that based on where you're at, okay? So the first part of really creating the strategy is about gaining clarity. It's about getting crystal clear on who you are And who you are not. So write down clarity on who you are and who you're not. And who do you need to be? So let's talk about who you need to be in just a moment. But first, let's talk about getting crystal clear on who you are and who you're not. Living in delusion is not going to help you get anywhere fast. right? You've got to admit where you're challenged. I don't care how long you've been in the industry. We all have areas to improve upon. There's always a next level, right? There's always a next level to success. And what specifically now do you need to master skill-wise and what has to be put in place to be the person who's going to get the results you desire? So what specifically do you need to master skill-wise to be the person getting the results you desire. So it's really important to get clear on what am I good at? What am I not good at? Right? And what skill set do I need to acquire to be that person? Now let's talk about what's called the confidence and competence loop. So imagine a figure eight sideways, right? I think it's always sideways, perhaps, (laughs) or an infinity symbol. Left side inside the left side of the infinity symbol is the word confidence. On the right side is the word competence, competence. 
when you get more competence, you'll get more confidence. You'll gain more confidence. It only comes after practicing and working towards mastering new skills. See, people wonder why they don't have enough confidence. Look, you can't have confidence until you start getting more competent, right? It's, they go hand in hand. So you have to work towards mastering new skills in order to gain more confidence. The key is to attempt mastery always, not half, you know what, learning how to sell big deals, but to really practice creating massive value and asking for the money so that you can sell more big deals more frequently. Creating value is a skill. Asking for the money is a skill. And these skills need to be practiced daily in order to work to achieve mastery. Okay. So when you can take on and own the hat of, I am a person who is achieving mastery, who's working to achieve mastery, you're going to start owning that identity. So this confidence, competence loop that I just spoke of is the key to peak performance. See, there's a lot of veterans in this industry who will always be good, but never great. Why? Because they're not committed to improving their competence. They're not committed to growing. They become apathetic. Now imagine. Imagine if this same veteran in the industry, veteran can mean three years or it can mean 20 years, right? Imagine, I don't think a three-year in person is really a veteran, but you get my point. Now imagine if they just committed to mastering one new thing they never really dialed in, but rather just kind of coasted on, you know, hit or missed from time to time. Maybe it was overcoming objections and there was a certain objection or two that they just never really were able to fully overcome. Yet they just kind of were hoping and praying they never got it. Imagine what could happen to their sales performance if they committed to mastering this one skill of overcoming objections with ease. Their closing percentage, if they incorporated rock star storytelling to create value, overcome objections, and sell without telling through examples, through the experience of others, it might just change a few things, right? So if there was just one skill that would help you get to that desired outcome, that big goal, and only one skill that you could master, what would that one skill be? Write that down. Just think about that for a moment. One skill. You know where you're at. What is that one skill that you could master? Now, what if there were two skills? What would the second one be? You want one to two skills that you can master and know more for now. One to two. 
look, we're not looking for information overload. We're not looking for any sort of overwhelm. We're looking to create true mastery, to work towards true mastery. And we need to narrow it down to one to two specific skills that we are intentionally going after mastering. So let me give you an example. If your goal is to become a 30% closer, what's the one skill you need to get there? How to close, right? Second skill, if you had to pick one, how to create so much value that the cost of inaction is far greater than the cost of action. Meaning the cost of them not doing anything is far greater than the cost of them doing something. Make sense? So how to make becoming an owner, buying points, upgrading, whatever you want to call it, whatever side of the (laughs) you're on, how to make it a no-brainer. Not a no-brainer to you, a no-brainer to them. How do you do this? Well, to overly simplify it, you found out what makes them tick in your discovery. For some of you, it's a better becoming a perhaps a better storyteller. So you don't sound like you're preaching at them and perhaps creating greater urgency for others. So they'll want to say yes today. So once you're clear on who you are, your competencies, right? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? And, and you've determined what one to two skills you need to master, meaning practice with diligence and intention daily. Not every once in a while, not when you feel like it, not when it comes up in your mind, daily. Notice the words I use, diligence and intention daily. Then you want to think about who, who do you need to be? Who do you need to be in order to achieve this goal? What do you need to value in order to be the person who will achieve these things? What do you need to value? Do you need to value learning? Do you need to value managing your emotions better? Managing who you let into your space and who you do not? Do you need to be someone who doesn't take shortcuts? Someone who doesn't prejudge, perhaps? Make a list of who you need to be and just write down, who do you need to be? Who do I, you need to be? And you can go back and do this later. In fact, I encourage you to do this later as well, to add to what you have going, to really sit in it and and let it, let it sink in so that you really can go at this with intention and purpose this year. And what beliefs do you need to have in order to be this person? Remember, it's identity. Identity is everything to creating results. Do you need to believe that you can be a 30% or higher closer? 
Do you need to believe that you can sell a certain type of person that right now you don't believe you can? Do you need to believe that you are a confident, charismatic sales rep or person, period? Do you need to believe that you that you can create great urgency easily and effortlessly? Do you need to believe that you can overcome any and all objections easily? What beliefs do you need to have in order to achieve your desired outcomes? You then need to make mastering those one to two skills we talked about part of your daily routine. Set 20 minutes aside. Look, let's not go for hour, two hours, three hours. Set yourself up to fail. Block 20-minute blocks into your calendar, meaning I know each of you have a phone. Block it into your calendar, not once a week, every single day. If you want to get there and you're serious about getting there, you'll commit to doing this and practice mastering those one to two things. So you may be wondering, uh, but how do I master something I know very little about? Or I just know what I know. I've been doing this for 10 years, Joni. I only know what I know. You ask questions to the right people, the right people. That's the key. You ask them how they do it how they do what they do in regards to what your one to two skills are. You practice, you role play, you rehearse, you become a student, you fall in love with learning. You develop new questions on your own that will help you. You ask yourself, who can teach me these skills? Who do I know or who must I know? to teach me these skills, that can teach me these skills? Are they in my space, meaning on your sales floor, in your resort, your sales site? Are they within your company? Good luck, better luck with that one. (laughs) Is there a course I can take, a mentor or coach I can hire if I'm serious about these results? All of these things. These are all questions you need to ask yourself. Now, we're going to shift into one of my favorite favorite things and that is creating creating as part of your strategy your daily strategy your personal power incantation i really recommend having one of these and i'll admit it's not something i've ever really had before but it's something I've recently grown into. And your personal power cantation, incantation rather, as I'm calling it, is a statement that empowers you. It conditions you into being that person that's getting your desired outcome, the goals that you've set for yourself. It reprograms your unconscious mind with repetition. The more you say it, the more you begin to believe it on an unconscious level. And that helps you 
shift out of that place of doubt, out of that place of uncertainty into a place of certainty. And you want to make sure that your personal power incantation is a phrase that empowers you. It gives you a rush of energy. It gives you goosebumps even. It's a huge rush when you say it and shifts you immediately into a powerful state. Make it short. I've seen really long incantations and mission statements and power statements. That's not what we're doing here. We want it short, quick, and easy so you can remember it with ease and practice it daily multiple times per day. So it's a one-sentence phrase that you can say it again and again and again. It's an incantation that's quick and powerful and you use it daily. And maybe, maybe you want to start saying it at a certain time per day to begin that habit, to begin that habit. So perhaps it's right after you brush your teeth, boom, your personal power incantation. Perhaps it's right before you uh, walk into the sales floor on the way to the, the sales room. Perhaps it's as you're driving to work, you're screaming it over and over and you're saying it with confidence and enthusiasm empower. Perhaps it's when you're looking at yourself in the mirror right after, you know, as you're getting ready and you're dressed for success and you're about ready to leave for work. Or if you're not going to work, you still need to say it after you're ready. Perhaps it's then, but get used to saying it at the same time every day. And then you're at least going to be saying it once per day. And then you can start saying it as often as you can. Okay. So don't overthink it. Don't overthink this. Um, you can always change it. You can always enhance it, make it better. If it's not feeling that zing anymore, you can improve upon it. Make sure it's something you can be, do, and give. Be, do, and, and even give. So let me give you an example of one. Okay. All right. I, Susie Smith, see, know, hear, and feel that I am a rock star sales rep and closer. And as a one percenter, I defy the odds. People love me because I change lives. I win daily and live a lifestyle of excellence, adventure, and freedom. All right. Let me say that again. I, Susie Smith, see, know, hear, and feel that I am a rock star sales rep and closer and a one per, and as a one percenter, I defy the odds. People love me because I change lives. I win daily and live a lifestyle of excellence, adventure, and freedom. Do you see how if that was your power statement, your personal power incantation that represented what you believe in or want to believe in? that that would feel really good to you, feel free to take that part to that or model it in any way that you choose. And next is habits, right? So what we just talked about can be, or you may want to be a daily habit if you're serious about becoming a one percenter or getting to that next level of success. You got to do something different than what you've been doing. So your habits define you. They'll make or break you. They'll get you to where you want to go, or they'll keep you from ever getting there. 
And habits are really what differentiate the highest achievers in the world, top performers, athletes, authors, speakers, you name it. It's habits. Their habits are very different than the masses. So I want you to look at the specific habits necessary for you to achieve each of your three big goals. What are those specific habits that a person with that identity of achieving those goals, which is you, you are becoming that person, would need to take on? What are they? And if you don't, for example, have the right mindset, which you probably don't, how do you get it? What one habit will get you on the right path? What one habit will give you the right mindset? Perhaps it's simply just saying your personal power incantation every single day or at least three times per day. I recommend block it in there, put a timer on it, a timer, what do you call it, an alarm in your phone morning, after work hours, or perhaps at work, you don't want it going off on the table, and in the evening before bed. Great thing to put into your head before you sleep. Now, think about what is the number one biggest distraction that you need to get rid of now. Is it a person, perhaps, a coworker that you need to stay away from because they're just super negative? They're always complaining, griping, and they put you into a, a negative state. They, they shift you out of wherever you're at and or they, you're ultimately responsible for that. Um, but do you feel like they affect you? They impact you? Is it someone at home? <laughs> Don't get rid of them necessarily. Maybe maybe you need to, depending on who it is. Um, but that's up for, you, up for you to decide how you manage that individual. But what is the number one biggest distraction that you need to get rid of now or manage better? Is it managing uh, conversations, tough conversations at home better? Is it social media that's a distraction? Is it TV when you get home? Is it on your when you're at work and you're downtime, you just want to watch YouTube videos? What is that number one distraction that would throw you off your game and stop you from reaching these goals? Stop you from doing the habits that you need to take on and own from mastering those two skill sets, one to two skill sets? What are these things that can get in the way? If we think about them ahead of time, we can actually plan and be aware of when they come up, first of all, and how we can avoid them. Okay. Next, I want you to become obsessed. Write this down. Become obsessed with improving your numbers. Become obsessed with your stats. You can only improve what you measure. And the reality is, is that most sales reps have no clue what their numbers are. They have no clue. Know your closing percentage so you can focus on increasing it. Know your VPG so you can become obsessed with it going up. Know your average transaction price so you can challenge yourself to sell bigger deals so you can increase it. Right? We don't want to focus on it being in a negative 
place. Like, oh, I hate it where I'm at. I hate that I'm at a 9% close. I hate that I'm at an 18% close. No, we're focusing on it to fuel us, to drive us, to propel us forward. I'm on a mission to get that up to 25%. I'm on a mission to get that to 30%. Focus on where you want to be, but know where you're at. Make sense? Good. And lastly is support. Part of your strategy has to have a support structure built in to it. Who is there to help check you when you're off your game? Who's there to tell you you're nagging everyone out and you need to change your vibe and your perspective and stop complaining? Who's there to hold you accountable to your daily habits and if or when you fall off? You need to put this in place. Accountability is why people fail. Lack of accountability is a huge reason why people fall off their goals and never create their best year ever, never achieve their goals and dreams because they're not holding themselves accountable. And the best way to hold yourselves accountable, yourself accountable is to have someone else hold you accountable. Trust me, accountability is huge. And as you are shifting into being a one percenter or taking it to the next level, remember, you can only be who you are. So you need that person to help help you see what you can't see yet as you're shifting over there. So in summary... In summary, it's time to elevate your game. If you feel you've been complacent, you've been in this industry a while, yeah, you hit a, you know, 700 to 800,000 a year, good year, 900 or a million, even if you've been at 2 million for the last five years and you know you can do better, get that hunger in you. Again, it was once there. It was probably once there. Find that hunger. Set those goals by having them be specific and measurable. Getting clear on the priorities. This is really key, the priorities. What needs to be a priority for you in order to achieve those three big goals this year, to have your best year ever, And what are the specific strategies, including the resources that you need, the people in place we talked about in the last episode, and the skill set you need to get there? Who do you need to be? What beliefs do you need to own and take on? What habits are going to get you to that desired outcome and actually block the time and schedule it in. Schedule it in. Not once a week, not once a month, not when you think about it. Daily. Get obsessed with your numbers. What you focus on expands. So focus on it growing and it will grow. Focus on 
where you're at and it will stay there or get worse. Okay. And create that support, that support system, that support network, that support network that will hold you accountable, that will hold you accountable for getting there and achieving those goals and desired outcomes. Oh, and how did I forget? Pick those one or two skills that are essential for you to achieve your goals and commit to being a student for life. Commit to achieving mastery. Look, are we going to achieve mastery? Probably not. I mean, what does that really even look like? But you got to believe that you're in a constant, constant process of getting there. And once we're, we've arrived, we're already done. We might as well give up. So you got to enjoy the journey. You've got to fall in love with the process and become a student of the game. All right, Rockstars. I hope you found value in today's episode. It was a late one for me. So if I stumbled on my words at all, I hope you forgive me for that. Um, I wanted to get this out to you and, and it was a, a crazy first day of the year, but super productive. And it ended, um, hopefully by you really getting something out of this. And, and I want you to go back and listen to this again and again and, and pause it where you need to and take notes and really put together a concrete strategy for you to help you create your best year ever in 2018. You certainly deserve it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Mindset Monday and that you are ready to begin this year on fire. If you're craving more great content to help you really start 2018 off right, then you'll want to attend this special masterclass uh, that I have for you so you can sell more deals, change more lives, and make crazy timeshare money. This is only for my timeshare sales peeps out there. Clearly, you can find it at timesharesalesmastery.com forward slash webinar. If you want to skip all that and you just want to speak with me, I'm offering an incredible opportunity to just connect with me on the phone for about 30 to 45 minutes. And let's talk about where you're at. Let's talk about your, your current results or lack thereof. That's okay. And where you want to go, where do you want to be and what is it going to take specifically to get you there? So let's dive into what we actually did on this episode and customize it for you. If you're ready, ready to really take your game to the next level and want to talk about what is it going to take to get you there, check out this page. You've got to qualify. Uh, it's timesharesalesmastery.com forward slash apply, A-P-P-L-Y. <laughs> and uh, hopefully I'll speak to you soon. To your unstoppable success, rock stars, it's the first of the month. Let's get it cranking. Momentum is everything. How you start this month determines how you start this year. And why not start it? 
on fire. To your unstoppable success, until next time, rock stars, get out there and create an amazing day. Peace. If you enjoyed today's episode of The 1% Life, please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast and make sure to share it with your friends. We'll catch you next time.